And we are live. Welcome to the Two Guys in a Bed podcast, the official podcast of where reality becomes fantasy. It's Wednesday, October the 27th. Thanks for tuning in. I know we're going to have a good show today. We're officially halfway through the season. And did something happen for the very first time in WRBF history? Hmm. And there's a couple managers that had some close calls this past week that we're going to talk about. But before we talk about all that, let's introduce the co-host. He is no longer Bigfoot's butt crumbs. Welcome the return of the map. Yeah. Good to be here. Appreciate it, Mark. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have you, man. How you been? Yeah, man, I've been good. Got got, got a, most of my voice back, so I'm feeling better, much good. better. I tell you, I had to. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to it. But <clears throat> we had to sleep in a straw bed last week in Honduras. I, <laughs> that was worn by donkey pee. Like, <laughs> I hope you had Lauren check you for like mites and red bugs and stuff, whatever lives in hay. Man, it was so gross. I didn't want to tell Ryan like right to his face how gross it was, but man, yeah. so glad I'm not down there. <laughs> <laughs> now, Ryan did a good job. It was a good podcast. Yeah, I appreciate it, Ryan. I yeah, it. yeah, thanks. thanks for doing that. Tyler, it's always good to have you in the bed. And all right, let's talk about week number seven. Man, we're halfway through the season, dude. Like, we're at the point where we are really starting to tell who's going to be the top dogs, you know, which teams are good, which teams are bad, which teams are going to be struggling for some uh, playoff position in there. I can't believe we're already halfway through the season. It's crazy. Yeah, man, it's flying by. Well, Last week, I beat Sam 125.82 to 92, and Sam has to keep his donkey doo-doo name. Yes. Ryan gave him, and he he doesn't get a win. He didn't even start a tight end. Rob Gronkowski was declared out on Friday last week, and Sam only put a bid in for a replacement on Sunday morning, a $0 bid for O.J. Howard. I know Sam doesn't have a lot of money, but I don't know, man. Do you think he's – has he given up already? Do you think he's quit? Uh, it's what it, it's what it looks like. It's what it looks like. He's not putting in the effort you would think. Mm, you would hope. I did try to play a little defense on Sunday and try to put in some bids for a tight end because I knew Gronk was out. So I was trying to play defense there a little bit. I picked up uh, Eric Ebron and uh, just thinking, you know, Sam might try to go after him, but he didn't. And so yes. I got the win. Uh, let's talk about how bad my team is. I had a dumb managerial move and left Corey Davis on the bench. Mm. I should have started him. I went back and forth, and I regret starting uh, the dude from Arizona, the wide receiver, uh, Rondell Moore. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was a bust. All right. I don't know if you want to say anything bad about my team. Now's your chance about me. Uh, well, I do have I'm, a big nose. I don't know if you talk about that now, you can do that. Yeah, I guess so. I, I was looking back at, uh, you know, just to kind of p- pick a scab off um, last year's team. You know, you were really, you were awful last year. I mean, you're not, you're not good this year, but you were, you were really bad last year. Okay. Um, 
How bad was I? Yeah, well, you started Kendall. You started Kendall Hinton, and I wonder what that guy's doing right now. I know Steve brought that up. Dude, he caught a pass. He's playing for the Broncos. He caught a couple passes this past week. I was watching it because I was wanting Tim Patrick to do it. He didn't do a damn thing. Practice doesn't count. No, it's in the game. I promise you, he's playing. Right, 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 right. The quarterback I started last year was playing the wide receiver. Yeah, nice. All right. Well, thanks. All right, man. No problem. Chris lost to Steve 160.12 to 120.88. Steve is on a roll. Um, Chris had a close call, dude. He avoided getting 50 thanks to a Debo Samuel performance on Sunday night, scoring 23.9 points. But it was close, dude. I, I think Chris kind of knew going into that that there was a strong possibility that he could get 50. But he didn't. Thank goodness. Um, and I know you updated the the adjusted win loss. What's the name of your spreadsheet? Adjusted total. Yeah, adjusted, yeah, adjusted win loss for the top six scores. So that you know, uh, I take the top six scores and just add an uh, like a quality win, you know, mm-hmm. for each well, for each top six score to kind of see how that kind of like a best ball league. Com- combined with our head-to-head stuff that we do, just to see how it would affect the standings. I know you got to update with Chris a little bit later and how that affected him. Um, he yeah, lost. Crum- Crum- Crumbs was a Sunday night performance away from getting renamed, and I can't wait. He's got- <laughs> his day is coming. Oh, man. Uh, well, you know, you had to get your name changed, but you won. You beat Logan 146.46 to 101.14. You almost 50 Logan. He had another close call, but luckily Michael Pittman um, scored 22.5 points and Logan avoided getting his name changed, but you were able to change your name back. Yes. Also snide. Yeah. Man, man, return to the Mac. I like it. Shout out to uh, Marlon Mack for letting me pick him up. Now, so so that's on a couple of different levels, right? That name change. Yeah. That's, you, you that's have right. Marlon Mack. I'm back. I'm back on the winning streak, uh-huh. and I have Marlon Mack. And you got to change your name back. And you I got to change back my on the name. Podcast. Back. Exactly. Reveal it to everyone. Yes. You're I, I think in layers, Clint. <laughs> I know you do, man. I know you. Do. You're not as basic as you seem, man. There's that's a right. Yes. Don't let don't <laughs> let this milk toast exterior fool you. <laughs> you're like an onion, man. You got a lot of layers. I'm I'm and playing chess and your fat you have a lot of layers of fat too. There's that too. <laughs> there's a couple of those. I think there's like three now. <laughs> All right, uh, Ryan beat Tucker. Way to go, Ryan, man! Everybody's hero. Way to go, Ryan. He uh, he took down Tucker one thirty six point fourteen to one twenty five point two. It got um, interesting. Yes, it did. Let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah, I didn't know, man. Alvin Kamara in the first half, I was like, what in the what is going on here? Is he going to pull a Derrick Henry and go off? All right, the only thing that that helped Ryan was that DK Metcalf that one catch he had, and it went he went like eighty five yards for a touchdown. And I think as soon as that happened, Tucker knew it was over. Right, right, yeah. And I guess Ryan had all of his amigos doing a rain dance because that helped <laughs> as well. That was an ugly game, man. Golly, it was hard to watch. Yeah. I remember I was when I was coaching at Union Pines, we played a JV game in like a tropical storm Ooh. at Overhills High School. And I got soaking wet. Like it was the most miserable 
standing out. I felt like a weather channel reporter or something. I, <laughs> I was basically standing out in a tropical storm for three hours and just got just coaching pissing, pissing rain all over. I mean, it was just crazy, man. Coaching JV football team. Coaching JV on a Thursday night. Had to ride an activity bus 45 minutes back home, soaking wet. There's a special place in heaven waiting for you, dude. How to do stuff like that. <laughs> Golly. All right, Tim lost to Dale, 104.06 to 82.04. Ryan's lock of the week hits. Dale, being the underdog, actually won by <clears throat> more than 20 points. Wow, way to go. Uncle Dale. Uncle Dale. So way to go, Ryan, with that pick. And uh, Tim, Tim has the lowest point total of the week. This is the second week that he's had the lowest point total. A little concerned about Tim's team. I think he has benefited from a really easy, soft schedule. Um, mm-hmm. you know, the division he's in is not that great, and so he's got four wins. And if he were in the Barry Sanders division, it'd be a lot different, I think. I uh, disagree, but about the division, we do have. Uh, we're tied for the most wins over here in the Barry Sanders division. You know, if it wasn't for Logan, <laughs> if it wasn't for Logan, <laughs> our, our division would be strong. Logan is the curve buster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nick beat Kevin 106.26 to 85.54. I think, you know, out of all of us, a lot of us had people on buys last week. And I think Kevin was the one that got hit the worst with that and injuries. I think, I'm not for sure. I didn't do any research. I don't know. It could be wrong. But I think this is the first time in the history of WRBF that someone's bench scored exactly zero points. Kevin. Mm. Kevin had zero points on his bench last week. Mm. So he he played the best lineup he could. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I guess that's a you look at it in a positive light. It, you know, if you you got to spin it positive for him. You know. <laughs> Way to go, Kevin. Good job, Kevin. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's uh let's update your your spreadsheet, dude. Uh, I think it's going to affect a few people. Um there's there's some teams that it didn't really affect. Tell us about it. How did it change? Yeah, so you know, I've been doing uh, keeping up with the top six scores, and it's pretty interesting to see that what's happening now. What what I've noticed from this is that Chris is getting the shaft, um, not just you know how he normally gets the shaft, you know, but uh, and Tim is giving it because Tim is <laughs> main beneficiary of all this. Tim right now uh, in the projected playoffs standings is uh, the number three seed and uh because he's Crit- a Chris, Chris is, division uh anyways <laughs> and Chris is missing the playoffs he's he's out he's in the consolation bracket but adjusted with the you know the top six scoring Chris would be number four overall he has six six tops out of seven weeks, he has six that he's six weeks he scored in the top six. So he would get six wins, and that puts him in fourth place. And he has the most points scored this season, Chris does. Yeah. But he's only got three wins. How crazy is that? Yeah, that is crazy. I like it. And then you said some teams were, would still, it wouldn't, wouldn't really. Affect. Yeah, there's some other things, you know, that, that really stand out from this. Um, you know, basically, the other two things is that, uh, Sam and Logan's team are still bad. They're still bad. <laughs> Even when adjusted. It doesn't really adjust them much. It doesn't really adjust them much. And actually, Logan has 
zero finishes in the top six. Wow. Wow. Wait, let me see if I can. Let me see. Uh, he has zero. Here we go. Here we go. Stop it at W That's a great stat. That's a great yes, stat of the week. Logan has zero top six finishes. So he, you know, when he figured out a way to win that one game. <laughs> um, and it was against me, damn it. God, I know. <sighs> I'm over it, though, man. I'm over it. I moved past and it. Sam only has one wow. top six finish. That's awesome, dude. Well, I appreciate you updating us on that. Hopefully, I really, I really want to have a good conversation about that in the offseason honors meeting. Integrating that next year. Yeah. Uh, we got waivers coming up now. I did see a message. Uh, it looks like Steve also included some fab money in the trade that he and uh, him, he and Sam had earlier this week. So, uh, hopefully, Tim will be able to go in there and adjust Sam's fab. He gets five dollars from Steve. Uh, be interesting to see. We've got a couple couple players that we, we could go after. Uh, there's a, some wide receivers who are hurt in Green Bay. Uh, I don't think they're hurt. I think they're out with, with, oh, COVID. with yeah. COVID. Yeah, You're right. You're right. So who knows what might happen there. Um, of course, Steve has Robert Tunyon as his tight end. So I'm sure he'll go off tomorrow night against the Cardinals. It's going to be great. Yeah. Um, and I'm going up against Steve this week. Um, uh, all right. Let's look at the Dookie Award for week number seven, a few good candidates, Tim uh, scoring the lowest points, Logan losing yet again, or, you know, if you want, you could give it to the entire Brett Favre division because they have the fewest wins so far this season. No, Just, absolutely. They do. You have 15 for the Bill Walsh, 15 for Barry Sanders, only 10 for the Brett Favre division. Yeah, that's no. not gonna. That's not gonna eight, get the dookie. Eight, tw- ten, yeah, twelve. I was counting. I'm counting wrong. Four, eight, ten, twelve. Twelve. Yeah, well, math is hard, Clint. I get and it. And you're still in last place, though. Yeah, that's gonna change, though, dude. I am. I am. I've turned a corner this week. Oh, have it's return of the Mac, right? It's return of the Mac. All right, who do you want to give the dookie award to? You give I think the dookie award this week is gonna go to uh, Tim for scoring the lowest points. That's that's uh. 82 points. Is that what he scored? Mm. Yeah, 82 points. Yeah. That's uh, not a good look for our division, Tim. So I can't give it to the whole division. I don't don't feel comfortable with that. But the commission earned this one. Speaking of the commissioner, I think it's a good good time to go ahead and segue into this. Uh, Tim has called into the podcast. I I haven't listened to it. Um, I have no idea what he's about to talk about. But um, without further ado, hang on. I've got something. Here we go. Here he is. Here's Tim. Uh, he is going to tell us, I think, maybe some awards, maybe some recap stuff. I don't know. But you ready, man? Yeah. Right, here Let's we go. do it. Hey, good morning to you guys. This is Commissioner here. I just wanted to call in and uh, just give my takes on some things over the first half of the season so far. Hope everyone is doing well. Um, by the way i love his energy don't you <laughs> yeah i know he really brings it <laughs> oh, i love it man well hi this is tim <laughs> uh drink some coffee tim <laughs> get that man a red bull stat just a couple of things to talk about on the show you all 
you and Tyler can uh, discuss, you know, is looking at the records and just want to give some mid-season sort of awards or just thoughts. Um, in your opinion, is the biggest disappointment potentially Logan at one and six or Kevin at two and five? Uh, all right. All right. You want to talk about that for a second? Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about it. So, um, all right. What do you think? You want to go first? Biggest disappointment. Um, you know, I, I, he's my cousin and I expect him to, you know, the Rogers name is up on a pedestal, you know, and I have certain expectations for those who have that last name. And when it comes to fantasy football, those of us who have the last name of Rogers, we are champions. Um, And I really expected Logan to have a better season. He is the only Rogers that doesn't have a championship. It's really (laughs) disappointing to see him at one and six, really dragging our whole division down. Um, I'm not mad at him. You know, I'm not mad. I'm just extremely disappointed. Just disappointed. Yeah, that's the worst. So, so I'm going to go – the reason that I'm not picking Ryan – I mean, picking Logan is because he's just so good at cutting grass. So, he gets, <laughs> he gets the pass at that. You know, he's just good. He's just uh, – well, he's kind of average. There you go. There you go. Yeah, he's kind of average. <laughs> um, I think Kevin – Kevin is normally a, a mm. contender in this league. You know, he is – year after year, he's he's up there. He's, he's um, making good moves. He's, you know – thinking outside the box on some things. Uh-huh. And I just think he's kind of off his game a little bit this year. I agree with that. I, Kevin is all, you know how, you know, you know how much I love me some Kevin and you know how much I <laughs> yes. love talking about how good his team is. And it's been hard for me not to talk about it this year because you're right. This team isn't, it's not that great. It's only two yeah. and five, maybe going after all those tight ends. I don't know. Maybe it didn't work like he wanted it to. So that's a good call. All right, man. Great. Let's, let's keep it going. Yeah, let's go. Um, I think the biggest surprise of the season so far would have to be Ryan at four and three, given what his brother did to him at the beginning of the year. He's doing something that I think is really awesome. Uh, what are your takes on that? All right. Takes on Ryan. I mean, I think this is pretty easy. I, I agree with Tim. Tim, uh, Ryan's four and three. He is. Uh, let's see, points four. He is fourth right now in the amount of points scored so far this season, which is extremely impressive. Uh, he's he's active. He's making trades. He's making moves. Uh, I'm really impressed. I, I, it is surprising to me, too. I'm, I'm really impressed with Ryan. Yeah, he's uh, he's really made chicken salad out of mm-hmm. Hoyo de Extramenta. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's a great way to put it. Mierda de Pollo? Maybe that's how you say it. I don't know. Is it uh, Pollo Fondito? <laughs> I yeah, I, I like Pollo Fondito. <laughs> Arroz con Pollo? Oh, is that? <laughs> <laughs> that's, they, that's the extent of my Spanish. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> a Mexican, Mexican menu. Donde esta el baño? <laughs> Where is your library? <laughs> <laughs> that's um, <laughs> uh yeah yeah so and, and ryan sees already like 50 somebody he 50 sam changed his name it's pretty impressive yeah he's he's being uh you know and i think that's helping keep him involved as well yeah absolutely all right let's keep going i believe that i was first half 
MVP best team would have to be Steve again. Unfortunately, he's looking for a three-peat. But 6-1, he looks tough to beat. Um, look at his team. He could have beat me last week with, like, three of his players. But just a rough week for uh, Hacksaw's Heroes. Um, it was just one of those weeks last week that you start the right folks based on matchups. I think everybody I played was a, you know, top 20 overall consensus pick inside and just no one performed. So it's either feast or famine. I should be called instead of Hacksaw's Heroes. I think I should be called Jekyll or Hyde with it's either barely breaking 80 to 90 points or I'm scoring 120 plus and winning. So it's all or nothing. It seems like for me this year, um, Things I'm interested in seeing would be obviously the seven-team playoff with the first seed getting a buy. I'm interested in seeing how that plays out and all the trading that's going on. Uh, I think it's really good stuff. Um, excited about the second half of the year. And for this week, I know you all do a lock of the week, but my thought, I'm going to pick an upset of the week. Logan's getting a lot of shade this year because his team's not that great. But this week, I'm going to pick Logan to beat Tucker. I think Logan has ooh, ooh. good people. I know his record doesn't reflect that, but I think also Saquon Barkley being hurt affected his team. But I'm going with the upset this week of Logan getting his second win of the year over Tucker. And, you know, even though I'm only four and three this year, it gives me great joy to know that even if I don't win another game, I still have double the wins than Clint did all last year. Uh. <laughs> Oh, nice little burn there at the end. And I think I can second Tim uh, in just saying that I think we all want Tucker to lose every week. <laughs> if there's one person we want to pick as an upset, we want it to be Logan over Tucker for sure. Yeah. And I think he's right. I mean, it's a pretty obvious choice of picking Steve as, you know, the, half, the first half of the season champ. Um <clears throat> I'm going up against them this week. You know, we've got two heavy hitters. I'm five and two. He's six and one. And this could be a preview of what the championship's going to look like. You know, my team's really good. His team's really good, too. Mm. Right? No. No, his team is good. You're right about that. Uh, I think Ryan might be on to something. Steve is cheating somehow, so we just have to figure it out. Mm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's done. he's done something. He's – figured out some kind of algorithms or there's no telling what he's learned. He's probably picking all those IT people's brain down there and mm-hmm. there's no telling what he's got going on. Tim brings up a good point about the seven team playoff. You know, the, the first seed gets a buy and they also get the cash of having the best record. And I'm really anxious to see how the seven team playoff shakes out and how it affects things, man. Yeah, I am too. Shout out for shout out to Tim for calling in, man. Appreciate that. Uh, let's move ahead to week eight. Uh, Sam's going up against Chris. I go up against Steve. Where I talked about that, Tucker Logan. Where I talked about that. You go up against Kevin. Uh, Tim goes up against Ryan, and Nick goes up against Dell. So I'm excited to see how that plays out. We're starting. We're starting the second half of the season. Uh, any, any any matchups to catch your eye, or do you want to go ahead and look at? Making your lock of the week. You are three and one, man. Your picks are pretty good, dude. People made money. Yeah, that's right. You're welcome. People are making money. I, I think the game that stands out is uh, Tucker and Logan. Like Tim said, they're they're pretty close um, projected totals. Uh-huh. Um, and then you got um, 
Yeah, there's z- 0. 0.1 is yeah, point the one. difference. Yeah, and then uh, Chris projected to just smash um, Sam. Poor Sam. 17-point underdog there, Sam is. Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> for my lock of the week, are you ready for the lock of the week? I'm ready. Let's do it. Lock it up. For the lock of the week, I am going to lock it up with Steve over you. Oh. I, Steve, I don't think you have a chance. Okay. Yeah. There's a 19-point spread. Yeah, that's a that's a big spread, but not not just the spread. I think um, I think Mike Williams is going to be the your downfall because, as we all know, if you've ever owned Mike Williams before, he will love you and leave you mm. in a heartbeat. Okay, all right, we'll see. <laughs> I think I'll be just fine. So, do you think Steve's going to cover the spread in 19 points? Yeah, I think he's going to beat you by 20-plus. And and I would not be surprised if he gets to rename you this week. I can't I, wait. I, I can't I wait to prove you wrong. I cannot wait. I can't wait. All right, uh, let's play another edition of – Can you guess that WRBF manager – All right, here we go. Here we go. I need you to try to tell me without mm-hmm. looking it up. Don't look it up. I'm not. I'm not. Which WRBF manager has dropped the fewest players from their draft this season? Mm-hmm. Which WRBF manager has made the fewest drops? So far? <clears throat> All right. So I'm just going to show my work here. Um, I think. Ryan is an obvious uh, not going to be the one since I think he only had like four players in the draft. <laughs> so not Ryan. Um, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess Chris on this because he just doesn't make a lot of moves mm-hmm. typically, and mm-hmm. I think that's. And he had a pretty solid, pretty solid team leaving the draft. So I'll go with Chris. That is a great guess because Chris is notorious for not making hardly any moves, any kind of fab money. He doesn't spend it. Mm -hmm. Great guess. But unfortunately, that is incorrect. Chris is actually third on the list. He's Mm. made the third fewest. There's actually two people ahead of him who have dropped fewer players. Sam has dropped fewer players than Chris, but the manager who has made the fewest drops is actually – the first ever champion, Tucker McKenzie, has only dropped four people. He's only made four drops so far this season. Wow. Which is interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's like he's good at drafting and uh, he doesn't <coughs> make drops or I don't, I don't know exactly what it means, but I thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. On the flip side of that, I have made the most drops. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you don't win at the draft. That's for sure. That's (laughs) That's right. That's right. It's only half the season. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, I appreciate you hopping on, man. It's always good to have you back in the bed. It feels so right having you back. Yeah, man. Good to be back. All right. Good luck, everybody, in week eight. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the Two Guys in a Bed podcast. The official podcast of where reality becomes fantasy. Drop that beat. This does not sound like porno music either. <laughs> I was thinking about that.
when they play that, the donkeys start running. 